okay, so you want to eat, you want to go to a fancy restaurant, right? Obviously, it's an experience, it's a wonderful thing, but you don't do it every day. Ooh. You eat more like sandwiches, and board games are the same, right? Like, you can't play TI4 every day, but you can play a shitload of BGA games that aren't TI4. Ooh. So TI4 has come under BGA. Yeah, but even yeah. so, right? Yes, we'll play more TI4, right? But even then, you're still not going to play as much as, like, whatever else you've been doing, like Space Base or Azul, you know? Yeah. There's a fair chance I have, like, 15 TI games on the go at once. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> that that's, see, that's glorious purpose, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to I was trying to agree with you, um, Steve, by yeah. saying like, you, what's your what's the best game you've ever played? But it might not be the one you want to play the most. Yeah, or even like you know, because I haven't played Feast for Odin a lot in the last year, but it's still one of my favorite games of all time. But Scythe means more to me as a game. Mm-hmm. But Scythe is lower than Feast for Odin. There's a there's a spoiler for everyone, but yeah, it's lower than Feast for Odin again. But like, it doesn't have the same. Feast for Odin doesn't have the same sort of sentimental value that Side does. But so I think like if I was to make like a list of the best games I've ever played, I think Side would be number one, even though it's not my favorite game. But well, yeah, no, that's it. Maybe we've got to define the list. Is it the best games, like our thirteen best games, or is it our thirteen favorite games? Or is it what does it mean to you? Like as you get older, right? Like for Scythe, for you, right, Steve? Yeah. Like, how many times have you played Scythe with, like, lots of different people and taught Scythe and, you know, like, things like that, you know? Yeah, hundreds. Hundreds, you know? So it means they mean more to people because of stuff like that. Yeah. There's a couple of months. But then when I look at my shelf right now and I see Scythe and I'm like, I don't want to play that right now. Like, Mm. and, and I felt I probably played Scythe once in the last year. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple on my list I haven't played this year at all. However, I didn't want to move them from the number because I didn't think it was fair. So I've left them there. So I've yeah. got two that are exactly the same where they were last year. I thought it's not fair of me to move them because I haven't played it. But I love them both. And one of them is a game we coming up too. very soon. Well, it's one of those things too. Like, I, like sentimental attachment to a board game is it shouldn't really be a thing, but kind of is and then you, you sort of like like you said Shane like oh, I feel bad leaving this off like who are you hurting like <laughs> I, I actually had to look at my list a few times and go why do I care so much that this game is dropping off the list or why do I care? like why does it matter it's, oh, I don't want to hurt its feelings to, yeah I listened back to the last year's episode because um, I can't fucking believe it I've been doing these lists for five years and I lost the data from last year so I don't have because I did the whole list, right? Yeah, but so I've only got the top thirteen from last year. I've lost all the other data, unfortunately. But um, anyway, I was but I was looking for all that, and I was listening to the episode, and just our absolute shock and horror reaction to when Dave said Ti Four was his number mm. two game. Yeah, I remember we did that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, how how bizarre, how cool is that? Like it was everyone was just like, no, what? Yeah. Yeah. What was number one again? I didn't go back and listen. Your number one. Oh, come City, on, City of the Big Shoulders. City yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Make the list this year? <laughs> no, I did, but it sure does. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah, and I, I actually really struggle, as I said, I really struggled to put the list together because I haven't been playing that many games. And a lot of the mm. games I've played this year were new games that we played once because they came in and Kickstarter or someone got you know the brand new hotness game or we've chucked up a BGA game and I've just clicked some random buttons and give it a go mm. like Heat. I still no yeah. fucking idea what's going on at eat, but yeah. I don't know how I'm coming second. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> I have we almost need to start another game. I had three or four games after I, this. I, could, I couldn't get I around the, the corner. Very basic rules. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, yep. that's when I put that thing up. Like probably now's a good time to stop and work out how to play the game because if you don't understand from now, you're not going to do very well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, which is exactly what's happening. But yeah, so I. A lot of my you know, past favorite games I haven't played much, and a lot of the games I have played have been one-off new games, which I can't mm. add to my favorites list because I, I haven't got the players. I don't know what they're like. I'm just mm. you know, crack them out of the Kickstarter shrink and give them a run on the table, and they're fine. But nothing's gone. Oh, that is the best game I've ever played. Yeah, I need need to get on that again. It's really bizarre. The one thing I noticed when I did my thing is um. This is probably the first year where when you go down my list, like if the if I only own 10 games and they were my 91 to 100, fuck, there's some good games. You know, like it, 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 the last few years, it's always a few games that you're like, oh, that, you know, like if I was to do a list from 100 to 1, which I have, have done in the past, you know, the first 50 or so, they're all right, but it wouldn't be like, oh, I'd love to play that game again. But it's just... Yeah, just the sheer quantity of games. Um, I'm a bit the same, Dave. I didn't play a lot of new games in the last year, but probably in the last two years I did. So it's kind of like now, now, if, and a few of those have had a few repeat plays now, and this and that. Yeah, so it's yeah, man. There's a lot of good board games. It's interesting because I know you guys were doing the um, pub maple, you know, to try and rank your games. I heard that that was going on, and. Um, mm. I decided I wasn't going to do that because there's a few games I actually don't own that I was thinking, will that make my list? So I wrote down a heap of games that I didn't own and then thought to myself, okay, if I had this one and this one to choose from, which one I want to go and grab off the shelf or play with people. So I've actually got a few that I don't own on my list. City of Big Shot was one of those, Shane? Too soon. Could well be. (laughs) Well, it was his number. (laughs) Well, I've tried last year, wasn't it? Number yeah. four last year. Yeah. I have <laughs> yeah, tried yeah. to buy that for you twice now. I like, know you have. The second I, I see someone post it up, I'm on it, and I fail both times. So, so is Joe. So is Joey C as Dan well. Dan Benora beat me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm even tempted. Uh, you can the, buy the, number, and, the, the highest number game. Sorry, you. Yeah. I was going to say you can actually buy overseas and unbox like piecemeal put together city of the big shoulders. From all the leftover bits, I'm even tempted to buy that just so I can have it. Anyway, anyway next. Well, this year was allegedly the year that the um, reprint was coming, but Ooh. I haven't seen much happening. Yeah. Although I did see someone, it might have been some YouTube person that I follow put up a video of a City of the Big Shoulders play recently, which is very unusual. So maybe that's a sign. I didn't watch it because I just don't watch much. Uh, I haven't watched most of the last couple of weeks, but 
it was there. So I wonder whether that's like a bit of an inkling towards there's new stuff coming. It's on the horizon. Yeah, or just well, a coincidence. I think they, they licensed it out to Quind Games, which is, I think, Dutch. Um, okay. Yeah, so look, it it should come back again. Like I don't know what happened with the publisher initially, but it's well worth a reprint. And hmm. yeah. I'd do well on Kickstarter, and you could, like, you could you imagine if not only if they did it on Kickstarter, but if they just made a few little changes to the production of that game, like you wouldn't need to do a lot, but just a few, like get rid of the paper money for one, yeah. like it'd make a killing on Kickstarter. Yeah, definitely. And a little, just a couple of little tweaks, add in some new you know, companies and things. So. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, welcome to the board game Chinwag, folks. It's a little 10-minute interlude to start us off. That sounds sounds great. Um, we've got the original cast, the OG cast. Every time I log in, it says Steve, Dave, Shane. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's that's where all this started. So, um, And then we added G-Money and then everyone else followed. But uh, yeah, a year well, ago. Uh, hello to everyone. It's glad, good to be back, I, I guess, but sort of not really. I'd rather be on holidays, but yeah. yeah welcome back and uh, happy That's birthday. A terrible introduction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, cheers. Birthday. Yeah, that's been great. Played uh, Dead Reckoning and Thunder Road Vendetta, a couple of games of Herd Mentality. Yeah, it's been a good day. And it's almost been a year since we started the podcast too. I think the last time we did a the podcast, a bit over a year. Top 13 was episode two. Well, technically episode three with the hidden and episode. And it was Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> the hidden episode. <laughs> Zero yeah. episode. Well, I mean, we did 13 because it was Halloween. I was chatting to my brother. He bring me to say happy birthday, obviously. And um, I said, I oh, were doing the top 13 games. He's like, why 13? How random is that? And I'm like, oh, because last year we did it on Halloween. And, and this year we're not. But why not? Why change it? <laughs> So there we go. <laughs> it's our thing now. Yeah. They can't tell us we're like everyone else doing our lists. That's right. Oh, this podcast is not like anyone else. Like, I don't think anybody's <laughs> under that illusion. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think the sheer disca- like, dis- disinterest in getting an audience probably puts us aside from most yeah, podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Turn off now. Turn off now. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if you continue listening. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yeah. of professional podcasts, uh, that was that was uh, G Money and Dave's here and Shane's here. I probably should have done that too. Uh, no, and welcome, introduce anybody. I'll this episode, we're doing our top thirteen games of all time. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I I will say one thing though. I did listen back to the last episode, like I was saying, and it was a little disappointing that we didn't really talk about our games much because we spoke about horror movies instead. So we just kind of race through our lists because we're like, oh, it's been a while. It's been, we've been on for a while. We better fit, we better wind this up. <laughs> uh, and didn't we have Adnan? Uh, now speaking uh, also on the professionalism, I've got someone at my door, so just give me two seconds. <laughs> right, I'll take the chicken out of the oven in a minute too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to his door at Emerald at eight thirty in the night in the middle of the night? I'd, on be, I'd be worried. An assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's just done a random birthday present drop. <laughs> random birthday present drop. What happens when you visit the country, folks? Um, Someone dropped a deuce on his doorstep, lit it, and ran. Yeah. <laughs> so I, have, I have some. There's a dog turd in here. Bacon oh. bites. Oh, bacon flavored bites, Steve. Bacon flavored bites, yes. 
Cadbury Roses, and uh, a 10-pack of Pmax. There you go. Oh, what a Happy gift. Happy birthday to me. There you go. Threw it on the ground. Everything's coming up Bill <laughs> house to see. There you go. <laughs> That's a slightly, slightly random. Threw yeah, the rest yeah. of the cake, too. Welcome just to the real world, jackass. Just stop recording now and eat your snacks, and then that's it. <laughs> just, you no, I'm just going to sit here and listen, eat my bacon bits. Yeah, yeah, bacon no, we need bits. It. yeah, we need it in the background for the whole thing. It's just Steve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll bite into it really loudly next to the mic whenever you guys say a game. Yeah. And then people are like, what was the game? I don't like yeah. Steve eating the chips. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Something no of the big shoulders. <laughs> no one's going to ask that. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> well, um, I, I guess we should just get just, just get into the swing of it, eh? Yeah, probably. Let's, let's kick it off. So, yeah, top 13 games. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll do honourable mentions and all that later because we don't want to give anything away. Um, so... Um, I guess I'll I'll kick off. I my number thirteen is one of the three new games to my list. Uh, it's a game that I now own, and it's a game that I am playing with you guys on BGA, and you guys have no fucking idea what's going on. I do. And that is, oh, you do? Yeah. You're only winning because you got two goals from the left and right, and they don't know what they're doing. Um. Well, well, I'm talking about heat pedal to the metal. Is that what oh, we're on? Well, no. I thought you meant project <laughs> unknown. <laughs> well, after a flyer, you were actually <laughs> right because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in that game. <laughs> like, didn't we just have this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heat pedal to the metal. It, it, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's um, made by the same people who did Flum Rouge, which I didn't hate, but it wasn't that great of a game. And it felt like they just sat down and gone, right, now let's make a good game. Like you can st- definitely tell it's the same style of game, but it's just. It's so much more clever, and um, I haven't even really used a lot of the components yet. Like, there's like weather, and there's like um, things like events that you can happen have happen to your car. I haven't even touched any of that stuff. Just the just the straight up game. I love it. Been playing a heap of it. So heat pedal the metal, kicking off the list. Are we going to do one each and roll it around, or yeah, mix it uh, up? All right, go, to go different. Okay. All right, Dave, you do your next four then. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I've got to put got it him. in order. Hang on. Got him. <laughs> this is how prepared I was 20 minutes ago. I wrote a list of 13 games. Nice. Now, now I'm putting them in order. Um, number 13 for me, Lunch Money, talked about it a bunch of times. Mm. Um, still played it, played it a couple of times throughout the year. It's just the old favourite. We always have it on hand and... I still never played it with any of you except for G Money. Yeah. We'll so do that there. before the big TI4 game at Christmas, eh? Done. It's definitely not on BGA. <laughs> or not your version. Or you could just log in and swear at each other for like 30 minutes. That would be <laughs> the same experience. <laughs> It'd be the easiest tabletop simulator to do. You just literally add in photos of cards and then you have a deck and that's it. Done. But no, that's not happening anytime soon. So yes, pre-TI Christmas game sounds perfect. Cool. Lunch money. Um, I guess we'll officially keep it some somewhat sane and go to G-Money for your number 13. Rightio, number 13. Um, I put this on the list because I've played like 60 games of it. 
in the last two years. It's Kingdom Death Monster. Yeah, I right. don't know if I really like the game. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. But playing it with the people that I play it with, it is every game is amazing. And nice. it's been like it's been like the mainstay for the last like two years. So I don't know if I would I could I don't think I could play it with anybody else other than those people. Yeah, nice. It was it's and, it hasn't even yeah. moved since last year, mate. Same spot as last year. Oh well. I didn't even know I didn't even know I did a list last year, so <laughs> Are you oh, tracking you us? Are you monitoring us, Steve? Well like I said, I listened to the episode, so I thought oh, I'll write down everyone's list. Because I forgot mine. <laughs> So oh. I had to get <laughs> Why would you listen to this? <laughs> you, you pumped like up our numbers. We pumped like, them out in like 10 minutes. It was a really short listen. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> like, is someone making you do it? or? Because <laughs> I'll stop uh. them. Yeah. <laughs> Gun to my head. You go like, a war crime. It's like a war crime. <sighs> no, love it. I'm born for this. Um, right, Shane. Number 13. Um, number 13 is my first... Shem Phillips game. Probably won't be anyone else's. I'm sure we'll have plenty of Shem Phillips on this top 13. Um, is a brand new one to my list as well. Scholars of the South Tigress. Um, been playing that a heap. Don't tell me that. I've taught it a heap. And I really, really enjoy it. Such a, such a good game. Um, yeah, so good. It's not up there. There's another... Uh, maybe another one or two on my list, but um, it's certainly climbing. Um, it's it's one of my favourites. It's certainly knocked off a couple of the West Kingdom ones out, out of the pack. Um, but yeah, that's it. Number thirteen, Scholars. There you go. I'm very keen to see it on BGA because, like, I've never played Hadrian's Wall, and I know that's now on there. And even the couple of games I've had of that, I played solo BGA games of Hadrian's Wall just because it looks. And they're so cool. I can't wait for Scholars because that's also one of my favourite Garfields. But it's very hard to get to the table to explain to new people. I haven't. Um, my mind's in the post at the moment. It should arrive on Monday or Tuesday. So, yeah. You fancy folks with your early copy up there or down there? Not fair. What have I ever done to you, Garfield Games? You should be giving me those games early. <laughs> so I can Why? play them with my... Massive game group of not many. <laughs> ah, awesome. Very keen to see that game. Um, all right. Is that it? We're done. That's one round, isn't it? One round. Can I go home? Can I go home now? Well, yeah. Well, next week we'll do our 12. Aren't you, aren't yeah. you out of home? Should, we, should, I, should I kick yeah, off with 12? Kinda. Oh, yes. Yeah, snake, let's do a snake, snake draft. draft. Snake, snake draft. draft. Yes. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, take that, Steve, or documenting things. Go in reverse order now. Wild oh, card, bitches. Messing up my spreadsheet. <laughs> God. Uh, my, number 12, my number 12 has a stack of expansions. Um, it's an economic game by Friedman Freeze. And um, it was on my list last year. I think it was number 12 last year too. From memory, uh, is Power Grid. Really enjoy that game. Every time I've played it. Um, Love the game, and uh, the people I've played with, uh, Pastor Nick, teaches it the best, and um, yeah, fantastic game. Number twelve, Power Grid. Was he correct, Steve? Was it number twelve last no, year? No, he was incorrect. It was number thirteen. Oh. Oh. Back straight, man. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Don't even show us the rest. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. Get out. Aren't you at home? No one does this from home. It's only you. <laughs> right. Got it. I break into the same person's house each week. Yeah. And... I'm in a Bunnings car park. Where are you? But only once every two months, right? <laughs> yeah, Come yeah. on, be fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, right. Jesus. Who was that next? Is that G Money awesome. next? Is that me again? <laughs> yeah. okay. But you got the easy job. You always go third in the snake job. <sighs> Okay. Um, oh, no, you don't. That's not even right. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Running a podcast, apparently. No. Nah. Uh, Warhammer Underworlds is my 12th. Yeah. I've been playing this for, like, yonks. Spent way too much money on it. But it's been a mainstay for the last probably three or four years. Each is that little painting of models and card deck building and stuff like that. It's just glorious. Do I do the nerd thing and tell you it was also on your list last year? You're going to anyway. No, I just thought I'd leave it at that. Just go, oh, okay, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you did homework. Yeah. Good thing someone did. Well, I don't have a real job, so you guys have got real jobs. <laughs> so, uh. Uh, number 12 for me um, probably wasn't on my list last Steve. Yeah, Steve was. Well, I went and will tell you. Yeah, I'll bring so, it out now. <laughs> I don't know why we ended up playing so much of this. It, I think it fits into that um, five people that are looking for a bit of an interesting game but don't have a heap of time, which is Space Base. Ah, so Space Base. We ended up playing a whole ton of Space Base this year. Just It was the go-to game. The group would come around and we got a couple of extra people on a Monday night. So often we'd have five or six people, just Space Base. That was it. It was all we were mentally prepared for. It Teach was really easy. We very much considered throwing in some of the expansion cards, but we still haven't. I think we've played a half a dozen games, just base. And we would play two games a night sometimes. So, yeah, space, base. Great game. Great game. Good choice, um, DG. Yep. My number 12 is another new-to-my-list game, um, the second of three. Also a game that I've played on BGA with you guys. And, um, well, Helen's not here, but... Um, I don't, I, I don't know Helen particularly well, only from this podcast and meeting her a couple of times in person since. And um, I, I love how frank she is when she said, I played Earth, hated it, don't ever want to play it again. I'm like, cool, I'm glad I spent that time to teach you that game. Uh, so, <laughs> Take that, Helen, defend yourself. <laughs> no, uh, Earth uh, is is great. I really enjoy it. I um Another game coming up later on my list has a few similarities, and this is kind of like a faster version of that game, but um, different enough. Realistically, it's probably the reason that Terraforming Mars has dropped out of my list. Spoilers, um, because it just the, the 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 tableau building, like the, the the way that the cards trigger and you and, and you build your engine depending on what other people are doing as well. Like it's that simultaneous play. Yeah, it's so great. So, yeah, Earth is my number 12. I'd be very interested to see it played in person. Like I, I found with BGA, either real-time or turn-based, I've often just done random clicks of shit to try and get through turns. Like I don't really follow on the strategy yet because there's so much. You're like, oh, I've got eight yellow cards. All right, I'll just click that one, and then that one does that one, and they bounce off each other, and then there's Ooh. just all this stuff happening, but it kind of doesn't feel like it goes anywhere. And that's only because yeah. I haven't really played it enough to figure out what it, where it's actually supposed to go. Hmm. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, I was, yeah, as I would say, most games 
definitely pick up something in person. But that that being said, I have played Earth once in person, which was at the Dice Tower retreat. I've since bought it and I have it now, but I've and I've unpunched it, but haven't got it. To, it was supposed to get to the table today, but four hour game of Dead Reckoning killed that idea. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's. I, I get what you're saying, although I guess I I went into it learning the game first, and then went to BGA to play it second, rather than just sort of find that BGA find me find my way for me, I guess. So yeah. Because BGA is a bit like that, right? Like if, if 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 you don't if you couldn't be if you couldn't take the time to like sit there and think what do I actually have to do here? It's like, oh, I don't have to think. I can just click click this button and, and move on with my life. <laughs> Gee, great Western Trail for me. Um I was yeah. elected to lead, not to read. Yeah. <laughs> Choose number three. Um so yeah, that was my anyway. That's my um, number twelve. So I'll go to my number eleven because we're doing the snake drafting, and this is my first um, and possibly only Shem Phillips game. It's not my only one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to call bullshit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't back that up with any facts. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it is uh, Viscounts of the West Kingdom. I feel like I'm the only one who really rates this one in the West Kingdom series. It seems to always be everyone's third. But it's, I, I think it's a work of genius. I honestly do. The way that the, the castle works in the middle, the way that how the, how the transcripts work, um, yeah, and then like every now and again I'll just muck around with it and just go crazy building buildings and forget the rest. And Because I always, I always just think the castle's too strong. But if you go and build buildings and then all of a sudden all of your moves are maximised, geez, it's a good game. And, and like that's it's very hard to beat someone who does that. So... There's more depth to it than just the castle, but the castle's so much fun. So it's like I could just do the castle and be happy. So Viscounts, great game, my number 11. Has dropped a little bit, though. It was my number seven last year. Thanks for those sound effects, Shane. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've got stuff going on. <laughs> I'm trying to do two things at once. <laughs> Well, please let this go and do the others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is at the bottom of the list. <laughs> You're a successful man. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Um, look, number 11 for me, Dead Reckoning. I know you mentioned that you played it today, Steve. So it usually probably doesn't take four hours to play, but I, I can see yeah. how it would. Um, yeah, I, we actually got a couple of games of it in this year, and I'm really trying to get the group together enough to play the one of the campaign missions through. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, just because they would add so much um, uniqueness to each deck and to like how you actually work together would be great. So um, I also had the new Kickstarter come through, uh, which I don't have yet still with Joe, Joey Kaz, but the map and the new third expansion that's come mm. in. So just the game map, I think, will actually make it uh, quite nice and you know, they're always mm. quite tactile and good to throw the cubes and stuff around but yeah it's, it's such a great concept of the game where you upgrade your cards with the extra cards and you research and you buy the ship upgrades and you put them in the sleeves and it just tends to be the hunting through your deck trying to find the game breaking card that you can get all, all the while you're trying not to get sunk or to shoot other people's ships down so it's just lots of fun like it's a really enjoyable game every time we play yeah i'm yet to play yeah. game today was great we had i had um I had a uh, Raf next to me, and he's like, 
dad, look what I've built. And he's showing me these two cards that are just like, I'm going to go and kill everyone cards. And, uh, and meanwhile, Seb's doing my strategy of just being as far away from everyone else as possible, not wanting to get involved in any fighting. And, and, and it was like at both, at one time, both him, both Seb and Helen were so angry at Raph and I, because we both attacked them at times. And, and I, I got, Helen got really unlucky when I attacked her. I attacked her with next to no strength and she rolled two of the double damage hits um, so that she sunk and she's like, I can't believe you sunk me. I'm like, I, I, you did all that. I did hardly yeah. any of that work. <laughs> yeah. So she got, there was a point where she got cranky and then the point that Seb was so angry that he got attacked that he just, on his next turn, he's like, right, well, I've got eight movement and I'm attacking bloody everyone. And I'm like, <laughs> this is great. This is why this game's awesome. <laughs> yeah. so, any yeah, chance? Very we- fun. And light sandboxy, boxy. But yeah, definitely shame. But we can get you into a game for sure, man. Yeah, no, even if we look at something over the Christmas break for all together, be really cool 100% yeah. it's a game that does really well as a once off and you can play it and have fun and you can pick it up really quickly but like oh, I've got the two campaigns sitting there ready and the third months to go and they're about six games each and I just I really want to crack into them hmm. oh is that me yes indeed alright Puerto Rico um I like it still. It was the game that got me into board gaming. Um, birthed a lot of, you know, those mechanics that game, other games use from it. Um, yeah, don't play it much anymore, but uh, still got good memories. And thanks for the teach, by the way. I, wrote, I quite enjoy it too now. Is it on BGA? Yeah, I think I did all right. Sure is. Puerto Rico. Next time you have a game going, gee, chuck me in. I've never played it. Will do. Thanks, mate. I think you'd be surprised how many mechanics you go, oh, yeah, that's that's familiar. <laughs> they took this from this. Oh, hang on. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, I'm next. Uh, my number 11 actually pipped Space Face out of my top 13, um, only purely because I've been playing a crap ton of it on BGA and it's I'm generally playing three games on my way into work, three games on my way home from work. I scored 160 on it one day. Um, I've gone nowhere near that score since then. I think my next best score is around about 137 um, and that is Azul. I am a competitive Azul. Competitive Azul is mean. Like, I'm almost calling someone a fucker on the train. And after someone's, you know, pinched, pinched my line, you know, that they can see I'm going for this one tile, fuckers take it. I'm like, I'm not being a prick to you. This is in my head. I don't even know who this person is. But I'm like, I'm really enjoying it. And um, I taught it at an RUOK day uh, in, a, in a boardroom. And... I taught it to two groups. Both those groups loved it to the point four people have gone and bought the game since who are non-board gamers. One person stopped me one day in the hall and said, my boyfriend just bought Azul um, because I, I liked it so much. He bought it for his birthday. So, yeah, so look, that has to make my top 13. I like it. Lauren likes playing it with me, but I don't play it mean. With my are you playing real time on BGA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, how do you get three games of Azul in on the train? Yeah, real time. 
real time. Generally, I, I set up two to three players, not not into four, and we can get two or three games in. But yeah, God, it can be. Yeah, God, there's some assholes out there. Right, assholes. <laughs> You're up again, mate. Is that, oh, is that me again? No, it's me. No, it's Shane again. You, yeah. Top 10. Number 10. Number 10 is a new game. And it was, it's actually kicked out another game. Um, and I couldn't have two Lacerdas in my top 13. Um, I thought that was too much. So On Mars is out. On Mars got punted from last year's list. And um, my number 10 is um, Kanban EV. Uh, I've played that about five times now this year. And every time I hear it's being played, I'm jumping in. So that was my, you know, it was mm. kind of, I had to, you know, if anyone was playing Odd Mars, I'd probably go, yeah, no, enjoy that one. But Kanban EV, yep, I'm in. And, um, you know, I've played it every time with uh, Shane and Ingrid, uh, who are just fantastic people in our community, and just the best time playing that game with those guys. So, Kanban EV is in my number 10. Thank you, Mr. Lacerda. All right. Um, my number 10 is Nemesis. Um, nice. But... I feel like we're pretty pretty lucky when it comes to Nemesis, yeah. as we have a good friend who has an entire painted set with all the expansions, knows all the rules, plays all the stuff. We just get to sit back and enjoy it. And because of that, we have awesome games every time we play it, and it's just super fun. He is the best narrator of that game, too. Seeing him do that game at BrizzCon Speaking was of experiences brilliant. we want to do... I still have not played Nemesis, and every time you guys talk about it, I'm like, I want to be in this. I want to be at the room where it happens. Let's make it happen. Well, because he's even upgraded it now, so he's got the cards that let him take control of the aliens and actually run things. So, <laughs> be cool. It's even yeah, better. We played it just recently. And I still reckon that's the best game we've ever played of it. Agree. Uh, my number 10 is um, just got a negative mention from Shane, so <laughs> sorry about that, uh, Vital, but on Mars, number 10. Um, that's my Lacerda for the list. Uh, it's definitely the one I like the most. I've only played Kanban once and I did enjoy it, so I'm sure it's great, but on Mars is the one that I would go to and I've taught a few people. And with the uh, limited cull that I just had of my in-shrink Lacertas that I couldn't get to the table, um, I've managed to actually move all the rest of the mods I only have on Mars now. So that's my one. But it's it's still a great... I'm, I'm very space-heavy uh, in this year's list. I don't know if that's a normal thing for me, but definitely Ooh. on Mars is a fantastic game. I still haven't played the expansion, and I don't even know if it will, to be honest. I don't know if it, it needs it. It's such a complete package as it is. Well, speaking of games played this year, my next game is the game I've played the most this year, and the game after that is the game I've played the second most. Um, so it's a – is it our first crossover, I think? Um, space Base. Space Base. Played the most. So yeah, most most played game this year, which is not how, that surprising. How many is that? Um, 51. So, Jesus. Yep. I reckon. I mean, I do. I do track my board game arena games as well, 
which will be account for a few of them, but also it's like the go-to game in our family. It's like if we're having a family game night, which we should have every week, probably more like every second week, it's almost it'd be every it'd be played at every second family game night. So gets a lot of table time for all the reasons you said, mate. It's easy. Um, kids love it. They they understand it. So like we could just throw it on the table and go. Uh, quite often we'll play two games back to back because one of the kids will be cranky they didn't win. Um, yeah, it's great. So space base. Um, another game that gets thrown to the table a lot is dice thrown, which I like, but I have the opposite feeling with that. Like I need to have a break from dice thrown. I can't just keep going back and back and back. Where every time space base hits the table, I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm up for this right now. So uh, yeah, that's my number ten. And my number nine, second most played game of the year is Ark Nova. Um, largely because of BGA, but also the physical game gets out every now and again at home. But um, yeah, that's that's just a game that it, it, like if I'm if it's become my new terraforming Mars app, where I used to, if I was lying in bed and I had just wanted to do something before going to bed, I used to always play terraforming Mars. Now I just pray play solo Ark Nova, and then I go to bed. I don't even bother trying to find other people. I just see if I can beat a hundred and yeah, great. Ark Nova, great with people, great solo. Number nine. So that's your secret. That's why you're so good at that game. You play it solo <laughs> and just to learn all the strategies to yeah. craft us. Well, it's, it's kind of funny. It's, it's weird. It, it, it took a while for it to click for me, but in unlike Terraforming Mars, which it gets compared to a lot. In Terraforming Mars, sometimes you really want to prolong the end of the game. Like you really just want to keep accumulating points. But because no matter how you accumulate points in Ark Nova, that's pushing the game towards its end, it really is a race game. Like you can't sit around and try and do cool stuff all the time. You've got to be like, well, I really need to get some conservation points. I really need to get some appeal. Like, So I guess, yeah, that's, that's why... I always feel like I'm rushing the game, but I'm like, well, no, that's kind of what the whole game is. Like, yeah. So it's a, it's a strange one. Like I said, it gets compared to Terraforming Mars a lot, but I don't think it should as much as it does. Even though I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's cards and then you played them and that's, you know, there's a comparison there, but yeah. Yeah, I I just said there's tags. Big, yeah, there's, there's lots of tags. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I always get I think sidetracked about oh I've got like a five cost card that needs like three tags. Well, obviously that's my game plan. I start with yeah, that yeah. card. I'm going to work towards getting that card, and then three quarters of the way through the game, I still haven't got it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, now I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting this animal out no matter what happens. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to come to my come to my zoo and they're going to see one animal. It's going to be this one. Yeah, giant pandas. <laughs> so my number nine uh, is it's definitely been on my list. I pl- do actually play a fair bit on BGA and, and thoroughly enjoy it. Haven't managed to get the real copy out for a little while now, which I'd I'd like to rectify as well. Um, hopefully with some of you gents soon. But barrage. Mm. So the expansion is recently been included in BGA and I've been playing heaps with them and adds oh, cool. like a fair bit more depth to that game, even though there's a, a lot to begin with, but it's, it's so enjoyable. And I think I mistakenly called it my favorite worker placement game last time we did the list. <laughs> and got roundly flogged for that one. Cause that was, that was wrong, but it's, it's a really tactical area control game that's buried in a Euro worker placement. 
So I love it now. I'll play Barrage a lot and not, I don't think as a solo play on BGA, so I haven't managed to get that seed, but I'll often just chuck up a two player real play, real time game and try and knock that out in about 40 minutes. Mm. But yeah, fantastic. If you, if you get the time and you want to play with my bling set with the, the coins and everything, I'm, I'm down. You start building a list for this Christmas trip. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to set up in the, the bedroom slash office and just, you know, we'll just play games for a whole weekend. That's 16 days, mate. Plenty of time. So. <laughs> Righto. Um, my next one is Kanban Eve. I played an absolute mozza of that game this year. And it is the smoothest of all of the Lacertas. And it's just... Yeah, it just goes down really, really, really well. That's another crossover. It does. Absolutely agree with you, G. Uh, my number nine is another new one to the list. Um, and for those that know me, I own 23 of this person's games um, sitting on my shelf currently. The delivery people. <laughs> I think there is only about 15 of those games, but Shane does have them all. Yeah, well, He's <laughs> got a couple of doubles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a few extra screws. I bought the game. <laughs> bought another copy of the game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just did a heap of decking, so it's now my decking screws. Um, no, no, all jokes aside. Um, <laughs> Uh, this one uh, I've played quite a few times and uh, this year, and it's just so much fun that we have when we play it. And it's uh, it's a game where you've got to play at max player count. Um, you can play it really nice, but it's best to play it super mean because it's the only way to play it. Uh, and that is a Discworld Unk Morpok by Martin Wallace. Um, it's an older one. Wow. You can, or you can play Nanty Narking, which is set more in that brass era. Uh, with all the you know the tutors etc. But uh, Discworld, Uncle Pox set in space uh, with really cool, really cool things that are happening and really mean cards that you can throw at each other. And um, it's area control. It's um, it's it's got everyone's got its own, their own win condition. So throughout the game, you're trying to work out who okay you're going for that win condition. So you try and block them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we played a. We played it at another game day one day with myself, uh, Shane and Ingrid, and um, oh, I can't remember the other person that played. Uh, but we had such a good time. Right next door to us was Martin. Uh, he was doing doing one of his uh, mm. uh, play, yeah, play teaching one of his uh, one of his games. And uh, at the end of it, he could he could just see we're all having fun and all like you know calling each other names, etc. And uh, yeah, so number nine, Discworld Unk Mulpok, great game. Um, if you haven't played it, happy to teach you guys. And um, actually, this would be a cool group to play with, to be honest. Be really good. Oh. Uh, number eight. Nice. Number eight is another new one. Um, I've always liked the game. I just never liked the version I had, or I thought it was really poorly produced. Um, and that is Castles of Burgundy. Is my number eight. It's just hmm. rocketed up the charts ever since it's done that blinged out version. Uh, I love playing it. My family love playing it. Lauren and I play it on BGA just the other night. She's in Adelaide. I'm here. 
get this text message, want to play Castles of Burgundy? Yes, I'm in. So, um, but uh, it sat on my table, probably set up for about three weeks, where we were playing it all the time. Um, and uh, awesome. I only just packed it away uh, on Friday to set up another game. So, Castles of Burgundy, the new blinged out version. Don't even bother with the other versions because they're crap. Take that, everybody. I'll just go and burn my copy then, Jella. <laughs> yeah, just, and just play mine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Rightio, back to me for Spirit Island. Did not like what it else? as much when I started playing it, but the more I've played it recently, um, it is just a... It's probably taken Pandemic away for me now, like... As the great co-op, like you know, defeat the perp- defeat the villainy type thing. Um, lots of expansions, lots of always a good time. Great co-op, yeah. Enjoy that game a lot. Yeah, yeah. Need to play that more, G Money. It, it was on my list for ages. It was one of my favorite games. Like it just it clicked, and I loved it. And I don't think I've even pulled it out in the last twelve months. Yeah, and no, I've played it with a few people here and there um and it's just yeah every time's been great you just want to play it again and again and again um do you play it solo g i've i've played a little bit solo um but i just find interacting with people is where it's at for me in that game good choice it's interesting to hear because i've only played that game solo because it gets so renowned as a great solo game and I, I did. I didn't. It didn't grab me. It was again. I I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like I was like, "Whoa, this is the greatest solo game." But I'd I'd be keen to try it with people for that exact reason, like you're saying. If it does seem like it should be like we have more islands and you can do more things. Like it seems like it a game that would work well with people around. So, yeah, I don't think it works well with true solo. Like if you just play one spirit and you're playing a very cut-down version of the game, like the interaction and the combos between the spirits is where it's really at. So if you can play sort of three or four-handed solo, it's awesome. Yeah, okay. The mental load and the time that it takes you to figure all that stuff out. It's it's a big load. load. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to play that many, but Mm. that's where the game really shines. I, I, saw, I did see a post about a guy that played an eight-player, an eight-handed solo game. What? And it took him nearly like two days of, <laughs> like outside of sleeping, he was just playing Spirit Island for two yeah. days. And he didn't win. And he didn't. He win. couldn't. He couldn't. Um, he couldn't figure out what to do. He couldn't, um, you know, come to a conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The spirits weren't working together, but yeah. How much were you giggling over that load joke, Shane? You had, a, you had a nice little giggle there, didn't I you? I did. I did because day day just went too hard as well. It's hard mode. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, life's a rich tapestry, so uh, that's my number nine. Are we on nine? Uh, eight? Whatever we are. Anyway, yeah, eight. Talks enough about tapestry. It's, it's, yeah, my favourite um, Stonemaier game. So it's the only one that makes my list. And I play a fuckload of it on BGA. I've got three or four games going all the time. I play all the tournaments. It's just I'm not very good at it, but I really enjoy it. I don't know what it is. 
there's lots of tracks and lots of resource management and clicking this, which clicks you that, which gets you this building, which builds your little mini map. Yeah, does it for me, tapestry. Very hard to play in person though. Like the, it's unwieldy and there's too many fiddly bits, but the BGA version of it is phenomenal. Hmm. Um, my number eight is the last new game to the list and uh, it is definitely at the moment, it is the game that if I look at my shelf, it's the it's the one I want to play. It's the one I'm saying, let's have a game of this. I had a game of it today and this is, and I also want to play it with you guys because I reckon that would be out of this world and that's Thunder Road Vendetta. Uh, so this, I played, the first time I played it was, at the Dice Tower Retreat at the start of my holiday. Um, I played it a couple of times at the retreat. I was lucky enough to buy a copy out of someone's boot in a car park in Pasadena um, when I was in America, so that was kind of cool. He was very confused because I messaged him and said, oh, can I pick this up tomorrow? And he's obviously got on my profile and was like, you do know it's local pickup only, right? I'm like, yep. He's like, where are you? (laughs) Like, because he's probably thought Australia, he must have his wires crossed or something, but no, he was a very confused and friendly man that I met in the car park of a target in Pasadena. So, um, yeah, but, and played it a few times, played it in, um, in, in the States, played it a few times since we got back. And every time I played this game, there has been uh, a situation towards the end of the game to decide who's going to win or lose that has come down to like an opportune dice roll or a crazy combo or something like it's never just I, – I, I, I don't think it's possible in this game to have like a runaway leader or anything. For all for all money, my daughter was going to win today. Um, she was cracking along the side of the track with two cars and then she went over a, a hazard, flipped it over, and it was an earthquake and every car fell one spot to the right, which killed two of her cars. Um, and then she lost. She was eliminated from the game. She eliminated herself from the game. Um, in the very first turn – my son's very first turn, he he – flipped over a hazard and it was a hole in the ground and he fell through the hole and died. Um, like one of his cars. So like it, and he was, initially he was mortified, but it's like, no, no, crazy shit. Like that's just going to keep happening for the next half an hour and then we'll be done. And it's, it's just that it's um, the, the best way I can describe it is people who play Zombicide quite often talk about how Zombicide, it's a game. You just can't take it seriously. You just got to have fun with it. Um, and I, uh, even with that, I still didn't really love Zombicide where this is my version of that. This is a game where if you come in here going, right, I'm going to strategize, I'm going to work out how to win this game, you're probably not going to like it. But if you're just willing to have a bit of fun, my gosh, it's just, oh, it's so good. So uh, Thunder Road Vendetta, I will definitely be bringing that one to Brisbane and um, it'll be like, I'll, I'll be that annoying kid when you're like, what do you guys want to play? I'll be like, Thunder Road Vendetta, Thunder Road Vendetta. So uh, be prepared because, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'll be in for that, and um, I love the I love your story about you buying it over in the states, and you know the guy was questioning, oh, you know, you know, it's local pickup. If that happened here in Australia, uh, the role was reversed. There was an American over here saying, and we, you know, we Google where this person lives, and you know, it's like, and they're like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm over in Holiday. We're like, fuck you, you are not. Get lost. You know, yeah, yeah. think it's a scam. Where's the FedEx person? Yeah, Whose yeah. sister yeah. is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scam. <laughs> scam. Block him. Uh, not in the states. Yeah. <laughs> It was so funny. My kids, like, we were playing this whole day and I'm like, oh, we're just we're starting the day with a drive to Pasadena. And they're like, why are we doing that? I'm like, oh, you know, just thought we'd, you guys wanted to see what an American target's like, didn't you? 
let's, let's just go there and pass that. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a loop. <laughs> Uh, that was great. Uh, that's good. Um, all right, my number well, seven. Oh, sorry. I was going to say brief interlude. So my wife wasn't aware of that scam, and she was selling a dress the other day online, and she goes, "Oh, this person said they're not available, but their friend or something is going to yeah. come around and pick it up." And do we have pay ID? I'm like, <laughs> uh, scam. Scam. <laughs> what do you mean? Scam. I said, that, that's a well-known scam. Like you can't you can't sell the dress to that person. Because it's a scare. She's like, oh, they seem so legit. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. got it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Learned something that day. My uncle's brother's monkey's coming around to pick it up. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm booked yeah. out for the next two yeah, weeks. I'm set a town. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, good one. Sorry, Steve. Uh, you're right. Um, so my number seven is my another Shem game, uh, and it is Paladins of the West Kingdom. So it never took Viscounts. They did swap roles, um, both, you know, outstanding games. But Paladins, uh, just I think the new expansion, now that I've played with it a few times, it, I, that game was already just a bit of a mind fuck. But um, now with that, the new one, it's just there's so many more things you can do with grabbing the resources off cards and then, then obtaining the cards later and getting the... Um, you know, the, the the workers that get put out on those cards to get the resources, you get them back into your supply to use again. You know, a few times now I've played that game where I've got into a loop where I'm just, I'm just acquiring workers to the point where I, I end up having to throw some back because I just don't have anything left to do with them, which is crazy because that game is so tight at the start. But if yeah, if you, if the combos work well, you're just sitting there and you're like, I've got I've got seven workers left and I've got no spaces. It's it's great. So it's just combo-tastic and, yeah, Paladins is awesome. So that's my number seven. Uh, my number seven is also crossover, has been mentioned, but Ark Nova. I'm enjoying the learning experience of playing that game. So I think that's the first. Um, and, oh, no, there's another one. Um, not the only new game for me, but, yeah, it's it's. I like it, I think, probably more than Terraforming Mars or anything like that. It's just something around the the slow burn and the build up and the competing tracks and they meet in the middle. Like, as you said, Steve, it's a race game. Um, I still haven't quite mastered it. And so I'm enjoying every play of it and keen to play it more, which for me is a sign of a good game. All right. Is that me now? Cool. Paladins of the West Kingdom is mine. Woo! Hey, bang um, on. crossover. Pew, pew, pew. See previous notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're giving us. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. <laughs> Sorry. I just, That's I just... Right. <laughs> I'm just going to fess up on something, though. I fucked up my number 13. It's not Scholars, it's Wayfarers of South Tigers. Okay. So I'm just going to call it now Wayfarers. Wayfarers, See, I, not I assumed scholars. you were talking about Wayfarers because yeah, it's just, yeah. Scholars I thought we were talking about well, Wayfarers. But... That's yeah, that's the the one that hasn't been released yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. why that's what I'm saying. I'm my Kickstarter yeah. arriving on Tuesday, so yeah. When yeah. you guys are yeah. talking about it like it's like huh, we've been playing Scholars all year. Like yeah. you fucking bastards. <laughs> I, I've played it like yeah. ten times. 
<laughs> yeah, you taught it to like I, I taught it. Movies. I taught it six times in two days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. So Wayfarer. That makes it's, you feel it's a little better, bit better. It's, it's better than Wayfarers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so there you yep. go. Sorry. So fess up. 13, Wayfarers, South Tiger. Okay. Uh, number seven for me is, same as number seven for last year, Dwellings of Eldervale. Great game. Every time I've played it, it's a great experience. When you're rolling all those dice, all of that one one time and you, know, you see one or two sixes come out and you've got about 30 dice in front of you, it's just mayhem. Uh, really enjoy it. <laughs> may get punted, though, if I don't play it again this year because I played a game yesterday and I might talk about that game at the end because so, it's very similar to Dwellings. No Smith. Okay. So number seven, Dwellings Vale. I'm not going to talk about it too much because my number six is the I same as last year. Ti four. Again, experience game, and I play yeah. it with you guys all the time. It's always the best experience. I'm really shit at it, but I still enjoy it, and that's the main thing. That's why I like board games. It's for the experience. So I am really looking forward to the uh, Ti four event at the end of the year. Get it number six, yeah. and even and even the, the moments it gives you. I still talk uh, about the moment with Steve, and that moment, that yeah, recent yeah. moment at the um, board game day, Dave, the AUK day that you guys taught. There was a similar moment, so that's why I like it. Sorry, G. No, no, you're right, man. Uh, mine is Lost Ruins of Arnak. I. Don't think it's really that good of a game, but I just <laughs> I like it and I play it all the time. I don't know why. Like I'm literally playing it in BGA right now. <laughs> I've got I've got 85 plays of it on BGA. Wow! All, all to completion. I always go to completion. Um, and just really enjoy it. I don't know why. Sorry for I'm being naive, you are. but what, 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 why wouldn't you go to completion? What am I missing? It was just a play on words. Uh, okay. Coming. He has to, he has oh. to fake it sometimes. Uh, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I need to, need to firmly put my head back in the gutter where it belongs and <laughs> listen for those things. Damn it. Uh, you know who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thought the expansions for Arnak were good, but just like the original. Uh, well, similar to you, G-Man, my number six is a uh, a game that I hate playing and <laughs> love playing and continue to play and right, play well, mostly with you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's Pipeline. That's <laughs> Fucking <good> Pipeline. <laughs> yeah, it's a great uh, game, except it's not. It's a fucking terrible, annoying, frustrating game <laughs> that I really I would, like playing. I would imagine it's like getting circumcised as an adult. That's that's how I would pitch a pipeline. <sighs> but there's an end to that. Like once that's completed, yeah, there's an end. To pipeline. Yeah, there's 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 so, Let's do it again. Yeah, <laughs> chop more off this time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you got it all the first time. Yeah, yeah, go on. yeah. <laughs> uh, It makes me so happy and sad. <laughs> Mostly sad. So forever. <laughs> but a little bit happy, just enough to to hold you. To play it again and yeah. see if you can do better. It's like, 
like it doesn't watching... improve. No. You don't get better. You don't get better outcomes. You no. just fucking play it again. No, you get hurt more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like watching Serenity. It's like this time Walsh won't die. Yeah. And he dies every time. Start <laughs> line, circumcision, the board game from now on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, far out. Which direction are we going? Is it? It's me again, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this next game is uh, has been my favourite um, something of the something something game forever. I don't think it's ever been in. Nothing's ever been in front of it um, out of those games, and it's Architects of West Kingdom. It's just so great. There are very few games out there where if I've got five or six people, I think oh, I know the perfect game um, because usually that just adds more load, more time, all that shit. And Architects is like kind of the opposite. I don't want to play it at two or three. I want to play it at like four, five or six. Yep. Um, it's it's quicker and it's more fun and it's just more interesting to see what I'm, and, and I know we've had a game going since before I went over to the USA, which is unusual <laughs> for architects, but I'm also really interested to see how that game ends because everyone's doing some real random stuff. So like, I don't know whether it's clicking buttons or people have actually got some wacky strategies, but I have no that, idea who's winning that game. So is that the game that Helen's like 27 days overdue? Is that that yeah. one? Well, look, I don't want to, I don't want to say, I've already, I've already had a crack at Helen already tonight. I'm not going to go for a second time. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go to say with a rebuttal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. is, I thought I was going to be the guy that slowed everyone down when I went overseas for eight weeks, but apparently not. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, it, to be fair, actually, I don't like the game anywhere near as much on BGA. It's, it's one adaptation where I'm like, it does it perfect, but... Architects is such a quick fire game when you're playing it live that when you've got to wait a day for your turn, you kind of lose that brilliance of the game. Uh, so I, I, I play it on BGA because it's still a great game, but I would, I'd, I'd rather play it real time or obviously in person. But uh, yeah, the best of the West, that one. Um, or the South or the East or the North. And to be fair to Helen, she she honestly forgot that she was playing BGA games with us. Like- yeah. I just think yeah. it's great because it's at the top of my list. Firstly, because it's the longest game, and also because it starts with A. Um, so every time I open BGA, it's I always click onto it first, just because that's how I refresh the games. I'm like, oh no, still Helen's turn. Next game. <laughs> um, and my number four, I am sure there's a reason why we haven't heard about this game yet because I am sure it's coming up on other people's lists. So I won't talk about it very much. But uh, it missed my list last year. Uh, it was like it was one spot out of making it last year, and it's rocketed up to number four due, thanks to a few couple of plays with some people in Emerald, and that is Dune Imperium. Just a brilliant game. Just seems to get better with the expansions. I'm really keen to see what Dune Uprising does. From all accounts, it's better than Dune Imperium, even though it's just like a revised version of it. So, And it works with all the expansions too, so I'll be very keen to check that out. But ah, oh, Dune Imperium. No one's ever had a bad game of it. I'm, I'm certain. Like it's not possible. So I think I've won it like twice, but I don't care. It's just great. So that's my number four. Did we skip over a few? Are we on number four? Yeah, I think so. Oh, we're on five and four. 
Oh, no, I was supposed to do six and five. Yeah, six and five. Whoopsie, I was supposed to do six and five. My mistake. All right, so you no one heard any of that. Um, no. <laughs> we'll edit it out and post, don't worry. So my number six game of all time um, has is a crossover, uh, and um, I had the pleasure of playing with all of you wonderful people this year, which I can't say that about many games, uh, and that is Dwellings of Eldervale. Uh, and when you say you wonderful people, you mean the group that you're talking to, not the listeners. Well, is it one and the same? Like, is oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we've already proved tonight. None of us actually listen to the show. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, dwellings is awesome. Um, it's just, yeah. When I when I first got it, I loved it, and I thought this is going to be a great game. But there's always that part of me that go, "Am I just caught up in the ridiculous overproduction and you know crazy?" dice rolling and stuff and the sound bases and all that but it's got staying power it's it's so good it's there's a lot it really is a euro with a with an ameritrash skin over the top um so if if you look at it and see all the big monsters and the sound bases you probably think it's going to be this smash and bash game and it can be but it also can be a, a tableau building card game yeah so good dwellings is my number six um i'm so be very surprised if that's the last time you hear that game too. Uh, and my number five is um, they're the best of the West, Architects of the West Kingdom. Nice. Best um, best game by uh, – I'll just edit the other one in. I spoke way better about it then. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's my number five, Architects. Uh, oh, it's all nice. going to shit now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't edit we, it. Like, we were doing so well up to then. Yeah. yeah, we're professionals. Mm. But no one cares. Like you could leave that in there. No one. No one's gonna. Yeah. Bad no, Complain to the bloody office. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can complain about this. <laughs> Who too? You got to listen to Google. it first before you complain. That's that's yeah, Google. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> um, so my number five then is a game that actually I got out of Shrink this year, and we have then played a ton we've i reckon we've played seven or eight times in the last couple of months um it's an older game uh, but it checks out it is eclipse so keeping with the heavy space theme for me i reckon yeah. our gaming group has just latched onto eclipse pretty hard and everybody's into it and we're all either learned or refreshed i think there would only been one or two people that had even played it before we cracked it out um and it's great it's every, every game it's sort of almost building that story narrative narrative that you get out of ti but you know i i think we were almost at the end of the everybody's had a go at every race combination at the moment um in the base game there's only the six races and on the other side you've got the terrans which are the standard vanilla which everybody gets access to so i think there's a whole bunch of expansions that are either coming or that came out through the kickstarter that i need to try and drag down um yeah, phenomenal game. We've we've been playing five or six player games of it regularly throughout this year and enjoyed each one. And as far as a big heavy box space theme game goes, like two and a half hours, yeah. sort of three hours tops. I think we played six players with a couple of new players and we maxed out about four. That was the longest one we had. But yeah, it's yeah. thoroughly enjoyable, tech tree building, you know, bit of rolling dice combat, a bit of uh you mucking around, so thoroughly enjoying Eclipse at the moment. Oh, that's me. Is you? What are we up to? Five? Yes. Yes. Five. Guaranteed. Right. Brass Birmingham is five for me. 
Um, it was a game where I played it a couple of times and I did not understand it and it frustrated the hell out of me, so I stopped playing it. Then I wanted to play it again because everyone said it was good and I kind of like learned how to play it properly and then I realized it was really good and then I played a lot of it and I was really happy. The end. I know that feeling. I could, you could, yeah, you, you, it was like you were reading my autobiography about that game right then. That's exactly what happened with me. <laughs> Same thing. Yep, happened yep. with me too and I was playing with Dave one night at the fair and it, I got it. Three quarters away out of the game, I finally got it. And I went, ah, there you go. Twig. I like it. Yeah. Oh, my go. Uh, number five has... Um, it's actually gone. It's dropped from the list a little bit, uh, and that is This War of Mine. So I think it was my number two last year. Um, it's, yeah, cracker. It is a cracking game. It's never going to jump out of my ten. Um, I haven't actually got it to the table for a while. I've only ever got it to the table once this year for myself. I played solo. And I think I, I lost that one. <laughs> still, still yet to win it on my own. And um, but I'd really like to play it with you guys. Actually, uh, it'd be. I think me and G Money played it one night. And we had a great time. We lost. I came close, but we lost. So yeah, number five. This war of mine hasn't dropped out of my top 10. My number four, it's another one that's moved from number one. So it's now uh, my number four, and that is Too Many Bones. Love the game. That's just another one that I've – this is where I did this, this test. If I had this game or this game, which one am I going to go and grab it off the shelf and play? Um, so that's how I kind of worked out my top yeah. five. And, um, yeah, too many bones is it's a lot of time to invest in it, especially when you're playing on your own. So um, mm-hmm. now my number four, still the best produced game out there. Yeah, take that environment. <laughs> It's so true, though. Like, I got all the Unbreakable stuff. I got all the Unbreakable stuff, and it's still just sitting there. Like, I I haven't even bothered to start because it's just like the mental workload to be able to go, right, let's let's get this whole thing going again. It's kind of why it dropped out of my list as well because it's just I love that game, but finding the time is is the big thing. And that's like another game on my list that's actually now out of my list and sold. So, Mage Knight. Mm. It was uh, a big setup. I did a see lot you put of time invest, and yet it sold very good. Rightio, I'll go back to number four, which is Twilight Imperium Fourth Edition. Um, best experience for like big game, never bad, just epic. Has all the best parts of board gaming all rolled into one. But got to play it with the right people. But when it sings, it's a lovely tune to listen to. Very nice. Sorry, that's me. Um, My dog was snoring in the background. Hopefully you didn't hear that. (laughs) So... 
we we actually already mentioned this one as well. Uh, Nemesis is number four for me. It's a game that just keeps getting better and better. We've we'd be well into the twenties in terms of games played. I think of Nemesis and the game we played two months ago was the best game that that we've ever played. It was thematic and the, the story sort of told itself that it was um, tight right until the end. We had multiple winners, which also doesn't happen very often. Um, but it, it comes down to one person taking one action can potentially save or break the entire game. Um, and you don't actually even care whether you win or not. Like It's just the, the thrill of playing that game and the tenseness and the, the atmospheric feel of the whole thing. Uh, great experience. So definitely get an emphasis. Well, I can't believe it. It's come back to me and... Well, number four still hasn't been mentioned. So everything I said about Dune Imperium before in its wrong place, still accurate. It's a um, brilliant game. I'm sure we'll hear more about it soon. Um, but, yeah, number four is Dune Imperium. Um, we'll go straight on to my number three. Uh, this game is – I really actually – I enjoyed listening to you, G-Money, talk about this game after I got a chance to teach it to yourself and Dave because when it, sometimes when you have like a bit of a – a love affair with the game. You're like, I wonder whether other people like really get into it like I do. And you sort of go, oh, this is such a great game. I'm going to teach you how to play. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's good. And then maybe never play it again. But listening to you talk about what you liked about A Feast for Odin just made me smile because I'm like, that's what I love about Feast for Odin. You just, it's like a massive sandbox game, uh, worker placement game. that, oh, And it's just it's just a gift that keeps giving. It's It's been around for years. It's always been one of my favorite games. Um, but, yeah. Uwe Rosenberg, Magic. It's just, if you're going to play one of his games, play this one. Take the time to play it a few times so you, you can understand it and you'll, you'll never regret it. So a Feast for Odin, my number three. And whatever you do, don't go into it blind and try and figure your way through it. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. It will not happen. <laughs> it has a few options at the start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> And same for me, Steve. I've I've had a game go on constantly since we since you told it to us. Like it's a thoroughly enjoyable game. I absolutely pants the other day. I think I got forty two, and the other guy playing me got two hundred and twenty something. That's it. Hey, like every I I, I always thought like I, I hit a hundred the first time. I'm like, wow, I am like the god at this game now. And then you go into BGA, and you're like, oh no, no, I'm a you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, haven't got this one clocked yet. No. Uh, a bit to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, funny you mentioned Steve. My number three is June Imperium. Nah. We again, this is probably the most played game in our gaming group. Um, we've got multiple blinged out copies where everyone's got all the stuff, but it's probably Troy's favorite game as well. And we play it a heap, and we play it a bunch of times. Lately, and again, it's hard to have a bad game with that. It keeps everybody in the hunt till right at the end. The cards are great. The expansions add a lot of fun mechanisms and highly recommend as, as the card drafting game to play if you can play them. Hey, guess what? My number three is Dune Imperium. <laughs> I, guess pew, pew, pew. I learnt, I learnt that um, in the Uprising box... They put the three major settlements behind the shield wall. And you can blow up the shield wall. Yeah. You can also get sandworms, like dreadnoughts. They count yeah. as two. But if you win with a, with if you win with sandworms, you get double the reward. Yeah. And if you blow up the shield wall, you can take them into the thing. You can take them into the main cities. 
Did you see the picture someone put up today on of of the, the actual models of the actual models of the penises? Yeah, yeah, they yeah were, I did they were, see that. Yeah. <laughs> like what were you great kids? Uh, what, they really want to see internet, those right? upgrade kits, don't they? Yeah, like <laughs> like they've seen the internet, right? They they know. <laughs> yep, that game has no right to be that good at all. Just yep, bonkers good, love it. More dib. Wow. What dib? Am I going to be the only one that doesn't have June Imperium in there? Um, top 13. Have to wait and see. Um, <laughs> pretty come back next week. Can we finish our list? Without a doubt, I'm going to be. Um, you're, just, you're, you're debating whether to just put it in there now, aren't you, for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, take out City the Big Shoulders. I never owned that game. It was throw, the, yeah. throw Dead Imperium in. Oh, stop <laughs> reminding me of that. Uh, my number three, yeah, way too soon. Um, my number three uh, is um, a game. It's just so much fun playing it at five players. Um, the table banter that happens in this game is brilliant. Um, there's many table flipping moments. Um, there's many times where you're calling someone a pretty terse name, um, and it's an Eric Lang game. It's the Godfather Corleone's Empire. Um, I don't know if anyone else here has played. I haven't played it with you guys yet, but it's one that we would have. I played it with you, mate. With. Yep. I played it at your birthday party. I think you did. You or did. Phil's birthday party. One someone's birthday party. Blew up a whole bunch of people. It was great. We blew up a whole. We put a whole people, <laughs> a whole heap of people in the Hudson River. Car so. bombs for the win. It's a very fun game and um, really enjoy it. And if there's any any time where I need a game for five players, it's just Godfather. We're playing the Godfather. Off we go. Number three. Number two is... Ju- no, it's not. Uh, number two is... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't tease Ar- us. Architects of West Kingdom. Love it. That's another one where I've got five players pulling that out. I'm the same as Steve. I don't like playing it on BGA. I'd much rather play in person with the board out and play mat. Um, it is really good, really good. Mean game as well, and I love it. Number two, Architects West Unum. Over you, G. Number two, Terraforming Mars. Played that game so much. Love that game so much. Uh, understandable that people move away from it because Ark Nova is really good and I, I played a lot of Ark Nova but it's pretty random I think um, that's just me though I'm sure if you play it a lot and you get better at it you've probably got ways of mitigating that but um, I just really 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 like Terraforming Mars My number two, Twilight Imperium, fourth edition. Whoa! I'm going to play with you guys in a couple of weeks. Yep, looking forward to it. That's it. Right. Cool, cool. What else can you say? Well, will I be the only one who doesn't have Twilight Imperium, fourth edition on the list? Yes. Uh, two games left. Uh, my number two uh, is the definitely the most played game 
I've ever owned or played. Uh, and I, I loved it playing it in person, but I actually think I love it more how we're playing it now, even though we've got nothing left to do. Uh, and that's Gloomhaven. Um, I have the pleasure of playing it with G Money, Thomas, Sabine, Liam. And it's just, it's such a joy every other Wednesday night or Saturday night where we get together and just like dominate because we're all like level eight, level nine. New characters come in at level eight now. So they just like, they come in and just destroy stuff. My, my, um, my crack heart's been alive for a long time and has a hundred percent win rate. Um, it's just, and that's not due to him. That's just due to the fact that um, G money curses and wounds everyone on the map. On <laughs> his first turn, so they never hit, and then when they when they miss, they get three damage. It's just bedlam, but uh, yeah, no, just most play game, love it, absolutely love it. I had a real tough decision between Gloomhaven and FIFA Odin, choosing which one, and um, it's no surprise that after making the choice to go to Gloomhaven, the FIFA Odin ended up at three right behind it. But it was, it came down to that fact that I played Gloomhaven that much, and I still want to go back. So Gloomhaven is my number two. Game of all time, all times, um, which means we're under the number ones. And um, it's probably no surprise that my number one, um, it's back at number one after dropping to number two last year real quickly, um, but then returning to its rifle place and really boosted by the fact that Helen got into this game this year. We played almost like for probably two months every weekend, we played at least one game of this, and that is T.O.T. Wakan, City of the Gods. It's just wonderful it's i've never played a game where you can have a plan and about halfway through the game you just go i'm fucked i've got no idea what's happening and then you're like oh but if i go over there and i do that and then all of a sudden you just start putting together these turns and you just go this is yeah i just got my second highest score ever like it just seems to come from nowhere but it always seems to happen um ah such such an awesome game um on it's you, know, you, you wonder what gets number one on this list, but it is the game that I would never say no to a t- game of would always offer to teach. It's I, a lot of heavier games dropped off my list this year. And that goes a long way to, to the fact that I, I'm not in a, a more established gaming group, but also I just can't be asked with the rules overhead these days. TO would be the heaviest game in my list, but I think it's because once you get it, it's so simple. It's It's such a, it's very clear what you're what you're trying to do. So yeah, To number one, unbelievable game. <laughs> Did you do the all in cool Kickstarter? No, see, I've already upgraded mine over time anyway. Like I've got all the expansions, I've got the upgraded, um, the I've got the the um, BGG Bakelite uh, cocoa pieces. Um, got the upgraded. Um, the de- decorations so i was kind of like well I'm, I'm basically paying for uh screen printed minis so it wasn't worth it for me um so i didn't i didn't yeah uh well no surprise to number one for me same as last year big shoulders still my favorite game to play you are okay at that game <laughs> <laughs> i got to ask because we're playing a game at the moment. Because, like, everyone knows you're good at that game, how do you feel when you get a company and everyone just buys your shares? Because <laughs> they're like, yeah. Dave knows what he's doing. I'm buying I'm yeah. jumping on his back. <laughs> yeah. 
and again, I, because I've seen it so many times, like it's it's limiting in the fact that I need to change my strategy, but I know how to address it. Yeah. So uh, that's why I immediately bought another country. I'm like, I can't finish out the game because you guys have done that. It's almost, it was good to start with, but it's like you've hamstrung me. Yeah. So I need to do something different. So it, it, I'm enjoying that game because I have to play it differently than I would normally play it. Normally I'd slow burn, build up, and then just powerhouse it through till the end. Um, but yeah, no can do. So it may, makes sense. Like it's a, it's a valid strategy for you guys. It's a valid strategy for me. But ultimately, I think I'm going to actually hurt you in that game by having all those shares. So not that I'm yeah. telling you what to do, but you should probably sell all those shares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah. It's, it's yeah. It, I, I really hope they do come out with a new version this year with a couple of little tweaks and a couple of little you know, extra expansions or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll throw a whole bunch of cash at it either way. And if they're out there listening, whoever's got the license, I'll happily you know, give you a review. <laughs> Just reach out to the board game chinwag for you know quality five star yeah. starter review content. Yeah, we'll give you a Reuben sandwich for it. Yeah. <laughs> and we are not sh- like you can pay us to. We will say whatever you want. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send money and script. Yeah. So- Shane has to say, there is no way I would ever sell this game. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I've I love it. sold it three times. I love it so uh, much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, also, oh, with so that good. game that we're playing, right, and I've got the con because it's my number one and I'm going to just use it to complain about City of the Big Shoulders game. No one <laughs> bought any of my shares. What have I done to all you people? <laughs> Did you all, like, have a word beforehand? <laughs> I've got no money. I'm so I've got filthy. no money. I wasn't would you? <laughs> I'm well, going to come yeah. dead last. And no one's going to buy any of them now that I've said yeah. it. And I respect uh, that. I'll, I'll buy some next turn, G. You, be, you better. I will. Uh, no, I, I think I'm going to lose that game hard because we're into turn three and I still only have two workers. Because there was no bloody blue cubes left. Yeah, you could have royally screwed DG in that first turn if you'd taken the blue out of the thing and you didn't leave him in there for him. Uh, yeah. no, I was I watching myself. Going, You're going to screw him. Oh, no, you've got all, we've got all these shares. You can't screw him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Like, yeah. The balance of that game, you should have screwed me. To be fair, that sounds like that's like high-level thinking as far as I'm concerned. Oh, like, what do I need? I need that. Oh, fuck, there's no blue cubes there. Shit. So, yeah. I wasn't even paying attention to your strategy. <laughs> uh, hey, guess what my yeah. number one is? Uh, well, I was looking at your list of last year. The ones you haven't mentioned uh, could be a few. Cards Against Humanity. Here you go. It's Gloom Heaven. Oh, you didn't yeah. see that. Did oh, my God. <clears throat> you didn't even mention Frostover. didn't even think you liked that game. No, I'm actually going to say it's Gloomhaven Digital Edition. Yeah. yeah because the yeah. digital edition changes it completely. Even Too though that digital work. edition is pretty fucked. <laughs> it's, it's not great in some in many respects. But That's because you get dirty that they won't let you do the stuff that you want to do. But sometimes they let you do stuff that you shouldn't be able to do and vice versa. But anyway, yeah, I agree though yeah. at the same time. Yeah. That's because you keep throwing stumps into vases and shit. <laughs> yeah, surprise, shock, horror, Gloomhaven. I find it 
adequate as a game. Good choice. Very good uh, choice. Yeah. Uh, my number one is a real board game story. Um, I hated it. Um, and that is shit real confluence. No, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, actually, I've had another game that rivals that now. That's where I thought you were going before. Yeah, you were talking about Phil's birthday. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> table flipping moments. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was going to flip that table. Um, my number one, yeah, it, it is a board game story. I hated it. Uh, then met some wonderful people who told me to try it again, and I did. Ended up buying it, ended up selling it, and thank fuck I've got BGA because City of the Big Shoulders is my number one. <laughs> I love the game. It is brilliant. I love playing it competitively. I love playing it with DG and you guys. It's you've said it all. It's wonderful. I just wish I owned it. So, to any board game chinwag listeners out there that might have that game, please PM me on Messenger, <laughs> please. <laughs> please do it because he talks I about it all the love it. time. <laughs> and I, I love am the game sick to death of it. Anyway, uh, there we go. That's it. Well, that's it. So we got some stories to tell, Shane. What's what's going to knock dwellings um, out of the list? No, no, Doing Imperium. Imperium is very good, actually. I, I do like that game. I actually forgot about it, to be honest with you. It's hidden now in my board game. I did forget about it. <laughs> uh, it, probably, it, it, may have, it would have made it. It would have made it in my top 13. But no, Vindication. Um, that I played that game yesterday with uh, uh, yeah. with Phil, Andy, and Pastor Nick, and all four of us. It was our first time play. Um, we all loved it, and it was one of those games where we just went, "We want to play that again really soon." So we had four players. We did it under two hours. All new players to it. Um, it is brilliant. Such a cool game. It's very similar to Dwellings. You know, it is a Euro. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've even set it up on the table today and played a solo play. So I watched um, uh, Grogan's uh, solo play of it. I don't have the solo expansion in the new the new box that I bought, but it's pretty easy to manipulate it and make it happen So um, with everything that I've got there. So uh, I lost that one really poorly. Um, but, yeah. I reckon that one's going to climb. It was cool. Probably one of the best plays of a, a game that I've had first off in a long while. I even, I even had a joke with Parson Nick because I said I was doing the top 13. I said, this might make my 13. He just cracked up. He said, <laughs> "He said you're such a cult of the new, aren't you, Shane? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Well, and look, looking through my list, like I don't think anything's brand new has come in. Like Ark Nova's probably the closest, and I think that's still twenty twenty two. Like that's still last year. Yeah, uh, it, it's it, the cult of the new stuff is a thing. But like I said, all of the games that I played this year that have come out as new Kickstarters, I only played once. I haven't actually yeah. launched onto anything. Void Falls, I'm looking at going. I'll probably get into that a bit. Yeah, have, have you guys found anything from like this year? Oh, Thunder Road, I guess, Steve, is pretty new for you. Yeah, yeah, and, and Earth and Heat. It's been a pretty good year for for me, but it, it's really only those three, like 
the next, like, unless you put way, like, I had the list keeps going. Wayfairs was 15. Um, Foundations of Rome was there, but it was, you know, it was in the late 20s. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, there's, there's, I just, it's the same as you. I haven't played a lot of new games this year. Um, and it helps that, like, Heat and Thunder Road, the, the first plays, they were super, they were like a really good games. Like, they, there was a fun table. It was a, you know, ridiculously insane environment that I was in at the time. So straight away you got a memorable moment and then you play it a few more times, you go, oh, no, no, the game actually does hold up. Um, so it, it deserves its place. But, yeah, there's um, – I'm probably different to you. I don't have – I didn't get a lot of games this year. So the games that I did get, I've been able to play a few more times. Um, so that's probably why they, they, they held up a bit stronger. Um, it's, I think last year I had one new game in my top 13 and that was Ark Nova. Um, where this year I had three new games in. So, um, what dropped out, uh, Timmy Bones, Scythe, Terraforming Mars and Marvel Champions were the games that dropped out. So. I played Nucleum today. Yeah. It was excellent. It's like brass plus barrage. Well, it's a very good. good selling point. Yep. Do, do you have that? No. No, I played with a mate. Because he, like, he got it from Essen. He got it delivered right. like, from Essen. Um, so when it comes out, I think, yeah, there'll be a fair few plays of that, I reckon. I'm just trying to get a hold of. Yeah, it's really good. Really have, good. You, you guys got Vindication, DG? You've got it? No, I sold my all into Phil. I'll, I'll I'll bring mine around one day. Yeah, I did. I, I didn't. I didn't like it when I played it, and and I played it with G Money, and I don't think G Money liked it either. No, I didn't um, care for it much. Yeah, I, I wonder whether that because my brother's just got all the new stuff, and he's been talking nonstop about it. And I'm like, I wonder whether we just had a bad setup or something. Because I just remember going, oh, I'm just going to keep doing this and no one can stop me. And I think I ended up winning by like 40 points or something. Um, but it wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't like it was just kind of going through the motions. But I wonder whether that was just an unlucky table setup, like board setup or something, because, yeah, we've, we seem to be the exception to the rule. I don't know. Oh, well, I'm, I'm happy for us to give it a go. I see a lot of people selling it. Like I, I sold mine unplayed, but I think I'll. Um, so I'm not the best judge of it, obviously. But you see, if you're looking at comparing dwellings and vindication, you really see too many people selling dwellings. Mm. You often see people selling vindication. You just gave me a great idea because you said selling dwellings, and my mind went to realestate.com.au. Wait. I wonder how much it costs to just put a listing up on realestate.com.au for dwellings of Eldervale to see you can, I don't know. I, that's yeah. a brand, I'm, I'm well, late. It's late in your birthday cake, mate. It's not even a funny joke. But I just had this idea because I was going to make the joke. Oh, you see loads of people, yeah. you see loads of people selling dwellings. Just go to realestate.com.au. That was kind of, but then uh, instead of making see. that, instead of making that terrible joke, I then went, <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be cool to go the other way and actually sell mm-hmm. dwellings on real uh, anyway. Stop talking, go do it now. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally nailed it. Yeah, dwellings yeah. in Emerald. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also I um, 
I know we were talking about it the other day, but I have reviewed officially Shanti Party on Amazon. I'm waiting for approval. Uh, excellent. <laughs> Best thing ever. You read out your review? It was pretty great, and I thoroughly enjoyed writing it, so I can. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> Fire! Exclamation mark. Fire! Exclamation mark. <laughs> so the title of the review is Talk About the New Hotness. <laughs> uh, this game is an experience on recommendation from a friend for games that they would not kickstart now that they know better I took a punt and grabbed a copy of this gem and I was not disappointed the production value was great and I was able to fill multiple gaps in my collection even filling in as a monitor stand for a short while imagine my surprise when I decided to take it along to a gaming retreat where the slight adjustment to the gameplay became one of the best things of the entire weekend we added a new step to the game that once you had played around to fling the cards into the open fireplace. Introducing legacy elements into Charlie Party made this such a fun experience. The game itself now burns bright in all our memories and a fun time was had by all. You could do worse than purchasing this game and adding your own fun elements. 10 out of 10 would do again. <laughs> Seriously? And if that sells any more copies, yeah. that evil is on you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> do you know how much it's selling for on Amazon right now? Free? $59. Whoa! I saw it in a shop in, in LA and it was like $12 or something. Like, yeah. they had a lot of copies. I think they bought oh, I bet they did. <laughs> so, Amazon tells me, because I haven't actually got approved for the review yet, there are zero reviews from Australia so far. So, I could have the first and only Australian review of Charlie oh, There's no way I that's getting out. Even though I didn't purchase it, I was thinking if you could just go on and write a review, I need to go on there and go. Got this game and then talked about it being a, a, um, a Kickstarter regret. And then a mate of mine bought a copy and used it as a monitor stand. <laughs> yeah. Negative, negative six out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. I'm weaker for knowing this. <laughs> I rated it three out of five stars. Everyone, everyone at, yeah. the, at your um, board gaming retreat also goes yeah. on there and writes the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's now 10 reviews from Australia and they're all about <laughs> the one trip away. It's, yeah. it's the board game equivalent of the ring. Like someone shows it to you, you've got like seven days to pass it on to someone else before you die. Uh, but it has a 4.7 yeah. out of 5 rating on Amazon. That's not right. So, no, a lot of five-star reviews. So, yeah, I... I uh, I hope that does get approved. I'll send it to you guys. I'll send you a link as soon as it comes in. Just like do the uptick or whatever it is. Like this review was helpful. Yeah, yeah. And then, then yeah. take a photo of it as a as Brilliant. a bonus stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we burnt it, so I can't yeah, anymore. Can't do but, that. <laughs> but it was great. I I, I enjoyed writing that. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Well, and good times we had by all. Great lists, folks. Great lists. We got through an entire podcast without saying the hatred and talking mostly about board games. You can't What's say the H-word? You know. And we can't ruin it now. It's a bit too long since I've been on this podcast and I don't know what the H-word is. <laughs> we mentioned, we mentioned <laughs> Shen. We mentioned Glue. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, well, go. still banned, but you know, it's great. It's been good. 
<laughs> tell you what, there's some good games, like looking at our last year's list, there's some good games that didn't get mentioned. Like no one mentioned Side that was on both G-Money and I's list. Root? No, no. Terra Mystica, Root? I haven't played either of them again. Dwellings dropped off your list, Dave. Yeah, I... Um... We only played it the one time, and I think Eclipse sort of took over from it. Like, yeah, fair. For me, it's in that sort of spot. Like yeah. last year, where we used to play Dwellings heaps, now we play Eclipse heaps. Yeah. And um, yeah, hmm. there you go.